0: Hey guys and gals, we are your hosts, Mackenzie and Sierra, and you're listening to the Girls Gone Gab podcast.
1: Buckle up because we're about to get in.
0: Okay, so I I am ready for our adventure. Um, I spent this past weekend watching Sex and the City I decided to watch it, um, obviously, after the news of the, like, reboot that's coming, which I've seen Sex and the City before. Like, I've seen lots of pieces of it, but I've never, like, sat through and watched all the episodes, and I've never, like, sat through the duration of either of the movies. So, like, I knew the characters, but didn't, didn't know the show in its entirety. Couldn't find... I don't think you can watch the show unless you pay for, like, the the premium premium version of Hulu. I have like the basic or HBO. So I, was I watched is the- isn't on HBO. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I don't know if I'm that committed to like paying to watch it, just that show. Um, but I did watch both of the movies this weekend. And so like I'm ready to have a New York moment.
1: Okay. And then what, what did you think? <laughs> <laughs> what did you think about the movies?
0: Well, I mean, this is really more my judgment on the movies. Cause like I said, I, I knew the show, like growing up, I saw pieces of sex in the city. Like when it was out, when we were young, I remember I, re- I knew the um, parental passcode to our TVs and like HBO was like blocked. Cause it's not like a kid's channel. <laughs> and I just didn't tell my parents that I knew the parental code, obviously who would tell them that. Um, and I would just, like, make sure that if I was ever, like, watching it or anything the, on the parental code, I would switch the channel before my parents came, which, honestly, like, just based on the two movies, obviously, there's things that are, like, not for children in there, but it's not as, like, racy and scandalous, I think, as people would assume. Yeah, the
1: movies, I feel like, are definitely a little bit more toned down but there were some episodes though like of the show itself that were pretty racy so
0: which I'm sure there are I mean there were full-on like sex scenes in the movie but I just remember watching it as a kid and being like what are these people so like why is everyone acting like sex in the city is so scandalous like why am I blocked from this channel this is this is boring this is vanilla I was like "Mm, this is (laughs) this is lame (laughs) speaking of hot takes okay yeah we can
1: get back to this we can circle back if we need to but I finished and watched all of Bridgerton yeah and I know some people were like you know really into it and like yeah talking about how sexy it was and I just gotta say hot take uh it was it didn't do it for me you
0: just didn't like it
1: no, I liked it. I fully immersed myself in the culture. Yeah. I loved it.
0: You just didn't I, I wasn't was like a sexy like, thing.
1: I wasn't like turned on by it. I wasn't like, wow, this is like so crazy. Oh my god, I'm getting hot and sweaty over here. Like, I watched it and I was like, I've seen like I've seen better.
0: Well, two, it could be. I wonder if it's partially because like, did you hear that it was like racy before you watched it? Yes. And I was like, like, I think it caught a lot of people off guard. Like it did for me because I was just like, oh, this time period piece that everyone's into, I'll give it a shot. And then it turned sexual. And I was like, whoa, I was not ready for us to go there, but I guess that's where we're going. Um, so, Yeah. I think it, I think it, okay, it, I think to it to comes it. with the expectation. Cause like if you go into Bridgerton thinking like <laughs> it's going to be bland and there's not going to be sex. And then there is, then everyone's like, oh my gosh, it's wild. But then sex in the city, you're like, oh, they're having sex the whole time, just the whole show. And it's like, not that the majority of the time. And so you're like, really? So yeah, moral of the story, I'm ready for my Carrie Bradshaw moment okay
1: well I'm ready also so uh whenever you want to take a vacation
0: let's go I know but the sad thing is I was watching the whole thing and every single thing they did I was like no, nope, can't do that coronavirus you need a mask you cannot go to a party with this many people you're too close together okay well we're saying we gotta go party we can still have fun without there's mask like,
1: on there's like frontier fight well I can't speak <laughs> frontier flight from louisville to new york like round trip right now for like a long weekend for like a 100 bucks Whoa. or like around about
0: that and i'm like girl we can swing that i know but then we're gonna have to pay six thousand dollars a night to stay there so probably not in this economy we won't we're in a pandemic we're in a we're in a panini right now okay they need I'm our like, money well, we're gonna be in the room putting our face up against the window, like we're here this is it. <laughs> or we'll be in the freezing cold with our mask and our beanies on just like little penguins huddling. <laughs> down. Well, we don't have to go right now. We could go in a few months from now when it gets a little warmer. Exactly. Like I'm ready for it, but I'm like, I'm not ready to spend that NYC dollar for the experience that we would get right now. So yeah, I'm saying we could wait. We can, we got time. Yeah. I'm like, we've both been, we've gotten a taste of it, but we haven't fully fully gone it We both went to New York City actually with our mom. So we haven't gone like as a friend trip, you know. Yeah. So, and when I was there, I was only there for like one day. So yeah. I really need I need more. Yeah. I was there for like f- I want to say I was there for like five days and then we spent two days at Niagara Falls. So it was still was I mean five days is not a lot when you're in New York because you're trying to like get so much in. But anyways, so what is the status of your move to New York City? Um, have, we, have we booked the apartment? No, but I, every single day,
1: uh, am looking at apartments on Facebook Marketplace. I am reading all the descriptions. I am learning about the different neighborhood's most of the places I see on Marketplace are like people that need roommates. So that's really interesting to read about the people who like need roommates. Some of them are like really interesting. They'll be like, "Um, we're a group of like artists and creatives and yogis and we're just really open to anyone. And they're like, especially if you're like LGBTQ plus or uh, like you know whatever like they're just very open and i'm like, like oh. this is our ideal roommate exactly i'm like well that sounds great but i'm not a part of that community so i'm like am i
0: not an am ideal just-
1: candidate for you <laughs> i'm like okay well i'm just like regular so just like, You're like i'm supportive is- of
0: the cause i just i don't know if i'm like your creative of the crop
1: exactly i'm like oh i think they would pass on my application if i applied right now i'm like not creative enough and i'm not like you know you I'm pretty boring and I'm straight. Um, and I'm from Kentucky. They're probably like the straight white
0: girl from Kentucky. Exactly. They're
1: going to be like, mm, no. <laughs> so, and then like, I saw another one that was like, uh, you know, a couple of like mid professional 20 somethings, but then like one of them was a girl and it said, lit- it literally just said influencer. Like she's, she's an influencer. And then it, it was a influencer girl and then like a guy and then they were looking for like a third person so I mean hey she could
0: get you into like some parties and stuff I know I'm like maybe I'm like okay maybe
1: she could take Instagram pictures of me I'll take Instagram pictures of her (laughs) just kidding she probably has like a like Rolodex full of like her own photographers and brands but you know it's really interesting this search but we're still in the like dream phase okay we're not really like making any moves just yet we're just like
0: taking notes and like jotting things down that's that's what we're doing right now do you so would you say yes real possibility for 2021 or you're like "Mm, just thinking about it I'm gonna plan it out in 2021 move will happen at a later date um
1: I'm thinking that if it did happen in 2021, like, I need a good at least, like, six months.
0: Yeah, I'm like, NYC is a pretty penny, so no one would um, judge you for taking time to collect the coin. Exactly, so it definitely wouldn't
1: happen anytime soon, but if it did happen this year, it would definitely be, like, the second half of the year if not like towards the end of the year because it's just a lot so um, I'm not sure I'm not sure unless I my goal is to start like actually looking at jobs in the next like the next like three months I'll just start like gathering information about jobs at least and then yeah. maybe just like sending some emails and like putting some feelers out there yeah if I get offered a job like soon like that might change things yeah but sometimes it takes you know months and months before anyone to like even get back to you so that's my plan my plan is to start like looking at jobs probably in the next like few months and just like start looking
0: at things inquiring well I'm ready Uh, I'll be ready if you can just move in time for when the pandemic's over I'll bring my outfits like you can pay the New York City rent I'll pay the pay the hundred dollar frontier flight rate and come <laughs> live on your couch okay cool well I might have like roommates so know that like there might be like three or four or five other people there and then there are friends and we're all just sleeping on the floor <laughs> you
1: might need to get you like a beanbag or something to put in the corner like a little camper, like
0: rollout <laughs> mattress. <laughs> bring bring the blow up mattress. You're probably going to have a twin bed yourself. And I'll just have like a little twin, like uh mattress pad where I like sleep literally underneath the bed. Cause there's not even enough room <laughs> to the side of the I'll bed. I'll get like one of those trundle beds that like has a pull out
1: bed underneath, yeah. um, but I'll store mostly like clothes and shoes in there. But then when you come, I'll just throw those out and just lay in there.
0: (laughs) Like a little dog bed for me, basically. Yeah,
1: pretty much. Oh, man. Uh, speaking of like having a small bed and stuff. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Some of these places are so small. Which just, I mean, that just goes to show how spoiled we are with the luxury of having, like, larger apartments at a lesser price where we are now. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. It would be one, it would be so much more money for so much less space. I'm like, why,
0: why am I doing this? Why would I do this? But the heart wants what it wants, you know? Yeah. I mean, there's only so many times in life you can, you can do the things, you know? So now is the time. Um, but I, speaking of big dreams, um, I'm still dreaming. I came, my dreams came ready with content for today's podcast. So it was kind of dry. There wasn't like too much happening this whole past week. And then I had a, a doozy last night. So I've been having, I didn't really mention this because I talked about the, the Nick Jonas dream and I talked about the dream about Ben Smith's dog, but those were like two positive ones. I've been having a lot lately of like just like getting abducted or like someone grabbing my face or my mouth from behind. That's scary. Oh <laughs> okay. For those of you who can't see her, which is everyone, you <laughs> she, she just like motioned like a choking motion. I'm like, Oh my God. Like, like I'm walking or I'm in a car or something like that. And someone just grabs me. Like, I can't see it because it's from behind and um. I think my theory of one, why the reason I'm just like remembering more of my dreams in general, like even the positive ones, and the reason why I'm dreaming these, like I get abducted slash like hit from behind specifically dreams are, I feel like I've just been really anxious and like stressed in the month of January. And so I think it's manifesting as like this, this subconscious thought of like, something's going to get you from behind. Like you're not going to be on top of things. You're going to forget something. You're going to be like off your guard and like, life's going to hit you in like some type of way. That's maybe me (laughs) thinking too far into it, but I feel like strong possibility. And then the positive ones, I think it's just the fact that because I'm like more stressed and anxious that I've been like, not sleeping as I've been sleeping. Okay. Not like terrible or anything, but just like, I'm probably not sleeping as well. So I probably wake up a little bit easier. And so the more that you wake up, the more likely you're going to wake up in the middle of a dream, you know? Yeah. So that's my theory. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dream last night, that was just like the most intricate and scary of them. So I'm with my friend, Kim, and we had like met this guy somewhere. I don't know where, like I have zero context to where we met this guy like even how old he is what he looks like anything like that but we meet this guy and he offers like he says like he's a photographer and he'll take pictures for us and so we were like oh my gosh yeah and he takes us to his basement which like there's so many red flags yeah, in this that story <laughs> but and
1: like in like a dream like-
0: it didn't really like I don't remember being like conscious in the dream until like we were in the basement. And just in my mind, I like knew that he had offered, like he was a photographer. He'd offered to take photos for us. And we were there. So it's not like I had the option in the dream to opt out of going to the scary basement. I was already there. And so we, he's like, okay, like you guys can do like two different, like looks, like two different outfits or whatever. So we both take like our, pictures in like the first outfit um it's totally normal it's really chill and then for the second one i was like okay like i'm going to switch to this or whatever and he was like no like i think you all should like not wear any clothes for the second one and i was like absolutely not i was like but we were being nice cuz we didn't really know this guy we were just like you know but like we really need like content like for our Instagram <laughs> and like you know that's not the type of content that we're putting out so like we just need to like make use of this like free whatever so like I think it's better if we like wear clothes like wear a decent amount of clothes and he a like, decent no. amount <laughs> he was like no and like he was just being like he kept pushing it but like wasn't being like pushy like acted like he was joking and he had stairs obviously to get into the basement. And it was like one of those where there's a stair rail, but there's also like an opening to like, there's not a wall. Like you could jump off the stairs if you wanted to kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So for a body reference here, somehow he is now standing on the steps. And I like, I had turned around or something. And I'm also on the steps and Kim is like, Five or six feet away in the basement, like not on the steps. And he has like a small handgun and he's got like the, I guess, trigger. I don't know. I don't own guns. I don't even touch or go around guns, but he's got like his finger through like the trigger, the hole, and he's like spinning it around on his finger. And he's like, I really think that you should. And (laughs) so morbid. (laughs) What? I have a badass moment here. So he's like spinning it around on his hand and like I can that's the moment where my mind was like oh shit mm-mm, no this ain't happening and because the gun's loose on his hand I I'm grab like, he, it. Does that. No serious like killer <laughs> is gonna be swinging
1: swinging around a little pistol on their finger but uh, only in your dreams
0: anyway. Continue. He was Have like he was just he gave like this sarcastic obviously like perverted weird vibe of like, ha, I really think you should, like, I've got this gun kind of thing. So I grab the gun because he doesn't have a grip on it. And then as soon as I grab him, or I grab the gun, I take both of my arms and shove him off the steps. So he like falls off onto the floor of the basement. And I like am like running to the top and Kim's like down right next to like where he fell. So Kim like comes to run up the stairs, but he's already like gotten up from falling and he's about to grab her like from behind. And I just, I'm standing at the top of the stairs and I just shoot him straight in the chest and like (laughs) falls dead. I don't even know. He just falls flat. And we immediately like run out of the house and we are like running through this neighborhood. And we're like, we, we didn't have our phones again, red flag. And so we're like, running and we go to like knock on these old people's house of their their door to tell them like what had happened that we needed to call the cops that i just like shot this man and that's when i woke up that's intense um do you have
1: these like hero type of moments like often in your dreams like no if they're like bad dreams are you always like the hero or like you escape Not usually
0: not usually Actually, usually they're just traumatic. So this one, I did um, (laughs) beat the bad guy, but I just woke up being like, oh shit, I just shot this guy in the chest and he's probably going to die. It's crazy. But I was like, "Um, it was not going to end well for us there. So uh, I did what I had to do. I saved Kim, I (laughs) saved the day. (laughs) And um, now I know be on the lookout for anyone that offers for free photo shoots in their basement and don't try to run upon me because I will shove you off the (laughs) stairs I will shoot you I will stab you like don't test me
1: okay this is giving me flashbacks to this past weekend I just watched um the night stalker on Netflix I did not have you seen you heard of this you know I don't like scary things Okay, well, it's like a docu series or like a little. So it's real. It's real. So it's an actual like killer. I think it was like in the mid 80s, like 84, 85 in California, like Southern California. So this was like a real guy that like, like. That's an extra no for me. Murdered a lot of people. He's a serial killer. And um, they don't like show his face. There's like, I think there's like four episodes and they don't they're talking about him like they're talking Mm -hmm. about the case there's like actual investigators of the case that are talking about it and their experience of like trying to find this guy and so again you like don't see his face up until like the very last episode and then they show him like all you see is just like 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 drawings you know like the little police drawings or whatever you want to call them Mm-hmm. And then finally you see him and
0: I'm like, oh, he is a kind of scary looking dude. He's scary. He, he looks like it. Yeah. I just, it's an extra no on those things for me because I'm like, look at, look at what my I'm, I'm dreaming and I don't watch anything scary. I do not partake in anything dangerous. And this is where my mind already is. <laughs> I'm like, I would be up all night. Well, one
1: thing I just wanted to mention, sorry, spoiler alert, if you've not seen it and you wanted to watch it, anybody out there? I thought it was like actually good. I like the serial killer kind of series, but there's a girl that like escapes him. Like he tries to shoot her and I think he does shoot her and he had just murdered like her roommate and she like walked in on it and he's like, He went to go shoot her and she like put her hands up and it like the bullet like hit her hand but it like bounced off of like whatever keys or something she had in her hand at the time and so she didn't like die I mean she was probably like injured but she like just took off running and then for whatever reason she thought well he's escaping I'm gonna go run around and go in the front door and then he ends up coming out the front door while she's going in the front door so they run into each other again like a second time like a I'm movie like, i'm like oh my god can you imagine if you're just like have a killer in your house and you're like trying to get away but you run into him twice like you just bump into him twice and you narrowly escape death he tries oh, to know. shoot you and you're you're okay so Trauma. anyways that is just like my worst nightmare i'm like i don't want anyone to walk up on me but good for her that she survived but it was just crazy
0: so that's what your scenario reminded me of well I'm hoping there's no more of this like I'm ready to be done with that
1: <laughs> let's just to, um, sage the area um say some prayers and some blessings I know good I mean good vibes and good dreams only
0: honestly, I feel like I get less scared than I used to. Like I used to be very afraid. I don't know if just every child has this fear or I had it more than others. I used to be very afraid of being kidnapped. Like, I know that's something they teach everyone. Like you got to be on the lookout for strangers and whatever, but the Elizabeth smart case haunted me nightly. Like and I was like, afraid. like I, I'm i sure I probably did tell my parents or like mentioned at, at times, but I almost felt like this sense of like, if I bring it up, it's going to happen to me. So like, I wouldn't talk about it a lot. And like the amount of fear it brought me probably had to do with the fact that I watched Oprah every day after school as well. And I was very aware of what could happen in the world. Also very afraid of getting worms in my poop because of Oprah, but That's that's neither here nor there. Did you ever have kids? Oh, sorry, go ahead. I was just very like aware of the things that could go on because you know how Oprah's show was. It was like today we're gonna be talking about all the different types of parasites that you could get, and one in four people in their lifetime will have a parasite. I'm pretty sure that's the statistic because it's like it's tattooed in my mind, and like four months maybe even years every time I would poop I would get up off that seat so fast to check if there were worms in the toilet and I was just like oh my god like w- while I was mid-poop I'd be like are there worms coming out of my butthole right now I swear to god if there's worms coming out of my butthole right now I'm gonna freak <laughs> out I'm gonna lose it well <laughs> uh, I remember learning about all the parasites in high school and
1: like biology and that was a little triggering a little like um you know, really shocking, but I was going to ask, did you ever have those like presentations in like elementary school about kidnapping and like, yeah, the stranger um, danger lady. Yeah. Like the stranger danger ones. And like, I remember, I think I was in like the sixth grade and they had like a little presentation, like assembly that we had to all go to and listen to. And she was, you know, telling us about how to escape if someone like comes up behind yeah. you and grabs your backpack to like <laughs> slide your arms out of the backpack and like take off running. Like yeah. You know what I mean? And so at the time though, I had like a messenger like crossbody backpack. you I was like I was like, Oh my gosh, I got to get a new backpack. Like, uh, if someone tries to come up behind me, like I'm going to be snatched. Like I can't take off running. I will be trapped in my crossbody, like limited to a backpack. So I'm pretty sure was that made me- hazard. Yeah, it was a safety hazard. I was like, um, okay, I am an easy target now automatically just because of my messenger bag. They so- would also
0: talk about like girls with long hair. Like if you have long hair, they're going to grab you by your hair. And I was like, um, okay, well, I'm not about to have short hair, and I'm not about to put my hair in a bun because that <laughs> don't on me. Um, so I'm just gonna have to fight like hell <laughs> when they grab me. I know. I'm like, this was. It
1: was. It was a little like jarring and terrifying as a young child. But these are the I things know. we had to learn about. Just
0: I know. Like- I'm like, I know. I mean, it's important so kids don't like get kidnapped that they know these things. But it. I mean, it truly it would haunt me and I would not go to sleep at nights because of stuff like this. And then if I did have a bad dream or like a dream about being kidnapped, I would wake up like so scared because again, I just thought like the chances of it happening were so high and so real. And I feel like I've just been having these anxious thoughts for so long now at 26 that when I shoot someone in a dream, I wake up and I'm like, why are you doing that again? And then I just go to bed. Well, this
1: is, like, kind of related. I'm kind of going off topic for a second. Yeah. But speaking of things that, like, happened when we were kids that I was, like, irrationally scared of for a while. So not that being kidnapped is, like, irrational. Like, that's an actual fear. Like, it could happen. Yeah. Um, I was, like, irrationally scared of, like, airplanes, like, crashing into things because of, like, 9 yeah. 11.
0: I was like, well, that makes sense when 9-11 was like so early in our childhood, like yeah. basically right at the point where we could like form memories, 9-11 happened. Exactly.
1: And even though I lived like in the country, like in the middle of nowhere, like there were no tall buildings ever, like around where I lived. Like I didn't live in a big city. I lived in a really small town. Um, so I didn't really see airplanes that often, like, because I didn't live anywhere near an airport, but it's like if I did see an airplane, I was like, oh my God, what if it just came out of the sky right now? Like I would have these intrusive thoughts of like, what if it just like fell out of the sky and just like crashed right here and like burned?
0: I'm like,
1: just crazy things. That's terrifying. And that is crazy. And I was like, I didn't really get on an airplane until for the first time when I was like in the sixth grade. And I wasn't scared to fly, but I would have these like horrible thoughts of like, what if we just like, what if we got hijacked randomly? Like, how would we- You know that what was I mean? It's a very real thought for us. It was a very real thought. So that was terrifying too. And um, not going to lie. I still think about it. Cause I see and hear planes all the time. I'm like one of these days there might be an airplane that just comes right through my window. Like you never know.
0: You no, know, we, we, we all have those crazy thoughts. I mean, thankfully, I mean, that's the one, the one small, nice thing of adulthood. Like you, the older you get, the more you realize like, okay, there's a lot of bad things that could happen to me. (laughs) Like even on a small scale, you just become more aware of things like parasites and cancer and all the different ailments you could have and crime and whatever. But also the older you get, I feel like the more reassurance you also have of like, okay, I've lived 26 years. No worms have come out of my butthole yet. No one's trying to kidnap me yet. Like I'm probably going to be okay. Like still be aware, still check, still check your bowels, still be safe, turn your alarms on, but you're probably going to be, be okay. So I'm glad I'm not as cleared as I was when I was eight years old. And that's what I'm thankful for today.
1: Yeah. But it just also goes to show that like these things that we experience as kids can also develop into more serious things like anxiety um no. when we're adults and it's like oh that is where it all started like <laughs> it's not yeah. like I just all of a sudden became an adult and now I can't function it's like oh this has a name and it's anxiety or it's an anxious feeling and yeah it's-
0: or it's you like bloody. you have it as a kid and like especially for our generation like mental health is definitely a bigger thing now um and probably still or like was becoming more of a thing when we were in college, but definitely when we were in like elementary and middle school, no one was worried about the mental health of like middle or elementary school kids. Like I know, I know people that are people um, that are in like middle elementary school and like they are considered to like have anxiety or like certain things. And like, they don't, they don't like label them that, but like they're aware of certain tendencies and like, they go to the guidance counselor or whoever for that. And I'm like, I probably w- just had anxiety as a kid. Cause like there were other kids in my grade that like loved watching scary movies and they loved watching murder shows. And I was like scared out of my mind. Cause I was like, no, this is going to happen to me. I cannot, I just can't bring myself to be aware of it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so yeah, I mean, I turned out fine, but I mean, I did too. Thankfully. I mean, fine. Aside from shooting people in my dreams, but <laughs> also this is like, I'm the
1: girl too, that like, when I went to middle school, I had anxiety about like not knowing how to open a locker because I'd never um, opened a locker before. And so I, ha- my mom like bought me a lock to practice on before yeah. I started because <laughs> I was like, I need to practice. You need and I rehearsals. used to have like, yeah, I used to have like nightmares about me forgetting my locker combination and like then getting to school and just being like, I can't get in my locker. Like, what do I do? And then I'll have to like call someone to like break into my locker and cause a whole scene. Like yeah. I had the weirdest dreams about most- like
0: stuff like that. The most yeah. things. I had recurring dreams, like a recurring dream. It happened like dozens of times too. One was that I was pregnant, um, but I was like a virgin. Like I was like in middle school and high school having this dream. I was the Virgin Mary. And I was like, no one's going to believe this. Like, <laughs> so like the world was like an uproar. Like half the world believed me. Half the world didn't. Like I was being publicly criticized. They, I went on the Oprah show to like talk about it. Good morning, America, the whole bit. And that was one of them. And I, like, I had that repeatedly. And then the second one was that I would be in a situation, different situations where I had to drive a car and I couldn't because I wasn't like, I wasn't of age to have my license yet. So like the one that I remember the most would be like, I would be at the house with my brother and I'd be like watching him. I mean, he's only four years younger than me, but I'd be like watching him while my parents were away, but for some reason, like one of the cars would be in the garage and the keys would be at the house and someone would try to break in (laughs) to, what do you know, kidnap us or do whatever. And I would be like, I have to protect me and my brother. And I would grab the keys and I would get in the car and go, but this really wasn't like a hero story, like narrative. This was like the whole time I was driving with my brother. I was like, oh shit. I do not know how to drive. I've never driven a vehicle in my life. I'm driving for my life. The cops are going to pull me up. Like the whole time I was thinking like, I'm going to be in so much trouble. Like the cops are going to get me (laughs) like whatever. And I kept having that dream. And the second I got my license, I stopped having it. So it was like a fear of like breaking the rules or being caught or for something I like couldn't even control. So that was definitely an anxious issue going on there
1: yeah it's so interesting that is so interesting you brought up um like recurring dreams of being pregnant and this is gonna be a horrible segue but I'm gonna try my best okay okay we're gonna eventually get into the episode um the bachelor episode that happened this week but yeah one thing I wanted to talk about was like bullying and like the like the topic of bullying or like rumors. And so we'll just go ahead and dive right in. So the segue. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm like, you're probably like, where's she going with it? Were
0: you bullied for being pregnant? in school? I'm really lost on where we're going. No, 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 no. Okay. It's, it's
1: not that intense as it might sound, but there was like a running like joke. I think it was my sophomore year of high school. So this was an absolute joke. Like it, it, it fell off like it didn't last yeah. very long and i i i'm not that affected by it like i wasn't i didn't go home and cry about it or anything yeah but there was this guy that i went to high school with and he was just like a joke like he was a joke he was just like the class clown like or whatever he was kind of kind of like a popular boy like played sports and that kind of thing and he started a rumor about me in our science class probably the same science class that we learned about parasites in and (laughs) it was that i was pregnant and everyone like knew that wasn't the case because yeah like no one actually believed it no one actually believed it like so that's why i like didn't really do any damage because i didn't there was no like worry or fear that someone yeah like no one believed it to be true because i am me and i was like didn't even have a boyfriend like I never even had a boyfriend at this point yeah so he just started telling people I was pregnant and then like every single day he would just be like how's the baby and like you know I would just, just be like oh, boy like- things yeah I'd just be like shut up like stop <laughs> stop it like you know what I mean? or eventually I'd probably be like oh yeah we're doing great and then it got <laughs> yeah. to the point where like my teacher was just like asking me about it like how's the baby Sierra and I'm like okay this is this has gone too far like this it's weird. weird. It's weird. And then it like fell off. Like, so it only existed like during that one science class period and for like my sophomore year and then it fell off. But that's like the weirdest like rumor or story that's ever been said about me to my face at least. And I don't think anything bad's been said behind my back, but I was just curious and I wanted to mention that. And now I want to know if you've ever like been bullied or had any weird rumors or like experienced anything like that.
0: There was one really big one that went around when I was in eighth grade that I was a bad bitch. <laughs> oh, you almost had me there for a second. I was like, wait, what?
1: It was okay. huge.
0: Everybody was talking about it. I mean, everybody. everyone. they were talking about it in like the teacher's lounge, like everywhere.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, thankfully, I've never been like truly picked on. Like I've never had anyone like really pick on me like bully me or like say anything mean about me so
0: yeah no I haven't either nothing that I would like really categorize as like true bullying from like like how most of us think of it especially like when you're younger and in school like yeah I've never had really that experience there was one the only two things that like I can really like I know someone said something mean about me specifically was, um, there was like, I forget what the name of the website was. It was before Yik Yak. And before all of that, this is like in middle school where you could like post a thing on Facebook where people could ask you like anonymous questions. And I did. And someone asked me, why are your cheeks so fat? (laughs) And now it's just funny but like at the same time I still remember it like to this day I remember the exact wording was why are your you are <laughs> cheeks so fat <laughs> you are yeah like not the full word and at the time like I was, it was like something I, it probably wasn't like my most heightened thing that I was self-conscious about, but like, I didn't like love it. Like I've never had a chiseled jaw over here. And I was aware that I didn't. And I was like, it was kind of like the first moment of like someone else like recognizes this thing that I'm insecure about. And I was like, well, that's rude. And I just didn't reply to it, obviously. (laughs) And (laughs) rude. There was that. And then there was another, there was a guy in eighth grade who, um, he made fun of my like chin jaw situation. So we've not talked about my jaw on the podcast and we're not going to do a whole segment right now because it's a whole thing, but basically my jaw is like further up in my face than most people's. So my Jawline is what's it's considered to be weak is like the official term for it i have a weak chin and a weak jaw so it's kind of pushed further up in my face um which just like doesn't look as great as if you had like a strong jawline and then because my chin's pushed back i've never been like overweight um or had like a lot of like fatty tissue around my chin but because you don't have much of a chin, like it's easy to like create one to like push your face back, um, essentially and like create one. So all this to set to be said, this guy in eighth grade, who was mad because he didn't do his part of the group project. And then I told the teacher because I wasn't trying to take a zero for him, got upset about it. And like, I saw him at one point, like, I somehow knew that he was talking about me and he was like pushing his own face back to like imitate, like having a double chin, like to his friends and laughing about it. And I knew it was about me, but I was just like, you're an asshole and you didn't do your work. So I'm not even going to fret over you. And so that happened um, in eighth grade. And, uh, then Just little note, I saw him later in college out at a bar because we went to the same college. And I don't think I'd seen him like since we graduated middle school and he was hitting on me in the bar and I was like, sweet, sweet revenge. I didn't even say anything. Like it wasn't even worth it. I wasn't going to be like, don't you dare like try me right now after you traumatized me in eighth grade for my double chin. I was just like, you know, just like just knowing it in your own heart is just like enough. You're just like, okay, I had a glow up. And that was before
1: my chin drop. I was going to say, especially when you like know that you look good or whatever that night, you know, like when you know you look nice and then someone comes up and you're like, baby boy, don't try me.
0: Exactly. Exactly. It was one of those moments. (laughs) It was so sweet. It was so full circle And I was totally nice about it. And we had like a good interaction that day or that night, I guess, um, in that bar. And he was just like, oh my gosh, Mackenzie, I haven't seen you in forever. You look amazing. I was like, damn straight. You're like, yes, thank you. Yeah. And now I've got a whole, I got a whole extra chin in my face. I'll look even better. Um, And I have no shame about it, but we'll do, we'll do a whole story time on how I have a fake chin another day crimson chin over here. Best. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, so with that, I feel like we should wrap it up and maybe dive into uh, this week's episode of The Bachelor.
1: Yeah, let's do it. Um, I feel like our stars of this episode, besides the new girls, we'll talk about the new girls, but like the yeah. stars. And I, I feel like I shouldn't even call them stars because like, yeah. that's like giving them too generous much credit, but like yeah that's generous the main characters of this episode are Anna uh MJ probably and Victoria and then Katie yeah don't you as think as far as
0: as far as existing girls in the house stuff yeah
1: yeah I'm like new girls aside those were like the main characters of this um episode so i'm like where do we want to start i mean
0: i think really the biggest two out of that list of characters is anna and victoria because they clearly become the most unhinged by the fact that there are new girls in the house And it turns catty quickly and they like, they're the ones that like, just can't let it go.
1: They are completely unhinged. I'm like, Anna looks like she's all hyped up on Mountain Dew or something. And her, in her interviews, she looks like she's had, yeah, she's had way too much caffeine or something. Her Her eyes are wide open. Her eyes are wide open. And she kind of like, I don't know how to describe how she talks, but she shows all of her teeth at once and I don't know how else to describe it. And then when she's not showing her teeth, she looks like she's like She's got like upset. an underbite almost. I think it's like an underbite type thing.
0: Like, I was just she kind of looks like
1: she smelled something rank or something. Like she just kind of looks
0: like like she well, smelled something weird when she's not plan- speaking. <laughs> Playing with my own jaw here, keeping on the jaw theme. If you pull your bottom jaw forward and then try to close your mouth, like I feel like your lips automatically kind of like downturn. And that's how she gets that like angry look when she's just like resting face.
1: Yeah. And so maybe, maybe that's she it. starts
0: talking and getting dramatic and her bottom jaw is out, that's what like creates that look. And then her eyes just get really wide. <laughs> she just had
1: some crazy facial expressions. That's, that's what we're trying to say. Yeah. I mean, all- she's. Like yeah. she's
0: gorgeous. I'm like check her Instagram. She looks great, but the the vibes are definitely taking a hold of her facial muscles on this episode.
1: Yes, yes. And Victoria is out here throwing around words like slur and slut and like she created it too. Just like slur was her new word. Yeah. Just all the mean girls
0: vibes. I'm like, okay, Regina George, like just <laughs> That is probably Victoria's role model for sure. Is right out of the work.
1: burn book, honestly.
0: The best part, the best moment with Victoria uh, this episode is when she sits down with Katie and asks her to give her an apology for like calling her out on um, calling the other girl's names and like still digging on Sarah, even though she's gone. And when Victoria is like, well, that's my right to express myself if I want to express myself through name calling.
1: I know. What kind of comment is that? And then she, oh my gosh, Katie was like, well, I'm not going to apologize. Like I'm going to call you out and excuse the language. But she goes, if you're being a bitch, I'm going to call you a bitch. And she goes, so what do you want out of this conversation? And she goes, um. Well, you're a bitch. Like that was just her only,
0: <laughs> like her only comeback. Like they were just sitting there, just like calling. It was well, just- she was like, you're a bitch, and you have a vibrator. So are you really ready for marriage?
1: <laughs> like that was the I mean, best she could come up with. The comebacks were so weak. Uh, and she goes, and I would just advise you that if you try to like, um, stop me again, then like you just probably shouldn't. <laughs> That was it, like, so if you do that again, just, you probably shouldn't.
0: Yeah, like, she was gonna think of something else to say, and then she couldn't, so she just, like, closed it off with that. Yeah, Katie's just like, okay, sure, whatever. Yeah, just, I don't know, that's where we go. I've heard a lot of commentary, and saw a lot of commentary last night, you know, on these girls in this drama, and a lot of people are very, very upset with, um. Anna. not that they're not upset with Victoria, but we all like already know that Victoria is just kind of a hot mess and no one's taking her seriously from the get-go. No one liked her from the get-go, but with Anna, like some people did, or she was at least neutral to most people. And now we're seeing this other side of her unhinged and obviously her bringing up this escort rumor about Brittany and people online are very, very upset and rightfully so definitely everything that Anna did in this episode was not in good character not a good look for her um just not the move yeah I just have to say that the part that like got
1: me the most was like one Anna shouldn't be spreading things if she doesn't really know anything okay and if she had any kind of speculation like she should have just gone head to head with Brittany the new girl and just been like look um this is what I've heard about you. Is this true? Rather than like telling, you know, 15 other people that I, I don't really know her. And, but this is what I've heard. And then asking the girl in front of everyone, she goes, Hey, can we chat? Not like a, can we go chat together? It was like, like, let's have a group discussion about this. Well, I've already told everyone And she even, she didn't even really apologize, but she was like, and this is a really horrible thing to say. And I'm really sorry, but like, I've heard that you're an escort. Do you just want to clear the air? I'm like, what? This is so, who does this? Who has conversations like this?
0: Yeah, it was, it was bad. It definitely was not the move. I mean, if nothing else, I'm not saying this is the move either, but like, Okay, one thing if she was just like I got some DMs that she's like not that great that I should just watch out for. Like that's one thing to say. Mm-hmm. But then to like make accusations that you're not sure about, then that's a whole different thing. Um I think either way it's not the move cuz like just honestly even from a selfish standpoint, what is that going to get you? Like that's just going to pull you into the drama. And you're gonna end up like going home because of it. Like both of you will probably end up going home because of it. So why even breach the subject? Yeah, I mean,
1: I just feel like the record shows that anytime you bring up anyone else, it's it just not go well. a good look. It's not a good look. So even if you're sitting on a gold mine of information, it's probably better for you to just like keep it to yourself and like. And the truth
0: will reveal itself. I'm like, how many winners have we had, like winner of the show that were like involved in drama with someone else? Very exactly.
1: And I feel like if this girl was partaking in any of that, like those accusations, don't you think that like somebody would have known about it? Like, don't you think a producer or someone would have found out about it by now? Or like, and if they didn't, like it, Again, like you said, it would come out eventually, but it wasn't Anna's place to do that or to, yeah. like, out her if it was true or to even accuse her. And she said it
0: wasn't true, but yeah. just even like- if it was, it's, like, even if it was, and, like, maybe that's something she would want to tell Matt, like, hey, this is part of, like, what I do, like, okay, totally cool, but also she's had, like, three minutes with him, so even if she was like, even if it was the case, which, you know, as far as we know right now, it's not. And she wanted to be totally open and honest. She's probably not going to step out of the limo and be like, Hey, by the way, let's have this conversation really quick. I just want to let you know, I'm an escort and hope you're cool with that. All right. Bye. Meet you inside. Like that's probably not the way she would present it if it were to be true. So she didn't really give her time to, to like, get to know Matt, to have a conversation with anyone. It was just like in the middle of the very first group date. So like, all right, let's address this now in front of everyone.
1: Yeah. It was just weird. It was a weird interaction. And even at the end of that conversation in front of everyone, she was like, I'm really glad we had this chat. I'm like, that's, this wasn't a chat. This was a, you saying, I heard this about you. Is this true? Yes or no. Like that's what it was. And it was, it was very weird. And Yeah. One thing too, I just want to mention. Besides this, is just like how offended everyone is that these new girls are here, and I'm like, it's not their fault. It's not like they decided to just jump in at this time.
0: Exactly. So I'm sure they would have preferred to be in the first group. Obviously,
1: everyone's everyone's on edge about it though, and I feel like Anna already being on edge that there's just new people. Was like seeing this girl, just like even triggered her further to like,
0: yeah, just lose it. Yeah. And I think that's like the important note here is I do not support any of Anna's actions. I think that maybe she has this side to her, but also I've seen so many people that are like, this is just proven that Anna is a trash human being and she is the worst and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, all of Anna's actions are wrong. Yes. But at the same time, I very much get the sense that like, Anna is very caught up in this whole show, this whole process, the game of it all right now. And like, it's her own insecurities and her own issues that are coming out and like causing her to be this person. Because the fact that she's like teamed up with Victoria, when, if you remember very early on her and Victoria were fighting about being positive after the first group date was announced, like, clearly she's just not, she says it herself that she's losing it. (laughs) She's like mentally unwell. And like when you're in that state, that's when like the worst sides of people start to come out. So like, yes, this is the worst side of Anna. Do I think she's like the worst human being? We all need to cancel her immediately. No, but like, hopefully she will learn from this, apologize at the, um, women tell all or make some type of public statement I know that she at least via her Instagram has not as of now
1: yeah I I agree I think Anna doesn't seem like a bad person like I don't think she seems like a bad person but I think she just like made some poor decisions she again let this information get the best of her she didn't handle it all the way that she like probably would have if it was a totally different scenario like I feel like she probably could have done better but just the experience and the atmosphere and everything like she got a little bit out of control and I hope that if we get a final rose which I'm just gonna assume that we'll have one because you know I'm being hopeful but she should and probably will say something
0: yeah and I think too like Yes. I, I understand the logic of like, they should not be upset. Like this all is fair in love and war. If you're really it, he's still going to pick you at the end of the day. Um, and these girls didn't pick when they come in all of that. Like I know all of that logically and still I can understand at the same time where the girls that were originally there are coming from. Like when you're in this pressure cooker environment, like the goal is to psychologically mess with you. (laughs) And of course, when you're like, okay, I haven't got a lot of time and I like really like this guy, but I think he likes these other girls better, and I need to like get in there and then new people come in. I get that that's gonna bring out like these jealous feelings, these catty feelings, et cetera, et cetera. Not mm-hmm. saying they're good, but I'm talking more like the other girls in the house, less Anna yeah. and Victoria. But like okay. I understand the vibe shift in the house, even though it's not logical given the environment that they're in, I feel like it's hard for people to be like, oh, I would never do that. I would be like, cool as a clam. (laughs) I'd be thrilled there were new girls there. I know.
1: It's easy for us to talk about like, well, here's what I would do. I would never do this. But the reality is like, okay, if it were me, if I were there and this happened, we have five new girls come in. I would be a little scared or upset if I were people like Anna, who hasn't had a lot of screen time, hasn't had a lot of Matt time, but that's nobody's fault. But unfortunately, probably her own.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's coming out of insecurity, but we all have our own insecurity. So. Exactly. And so it's
1: unfair. They're talking about how unfair it is that they're even there when it's like, you know, it's it has nothing to do with that. It has everything to do with the fact that you – haven't taken advantage of the time that you've already had and you feel a little bit threatened if it were me if I were there and five new people showed up I would be like okay well now's the time that like I need your, I either need to figure out does this guy like me enough am I standing out enough that like this could actually work or am I being outshined by people that just walked in because that's going to tell me everything you need to know yeah like I wouldn't be panicking. I would just be like, okay, well, we're going to find out who he actually likes. Because if you've been there for three weeks and he doesn't pick you, then like, well, then you just didn't do enough, unfortunately. You weren't doing the it for the him. the music. Exactly. I'm like, it's a reality check that they just weren't ready for. And I'm like, well, sorry. He just doesn't like some of you. And you've it's had plenty of time. Yeah. I'm like, well, uh... he had three weeks you and he sent you home or he potentially sent you home but anyways let's chat about the new girls
0: yeah so i don't want to spend too much time on them because i really feel like the only significance is really britney and michelle we do also have ryan who has stuck around Mm -hmm. um but she doesn't really strike me as being too significant in the the long run of things um Mm -hmm but britney and really all we know about britney so far is the fact that she made out with him at the first get-go that also does like rub me weird so i get that that the girls were like it wasn't my
1: favorite move and i don't remember like what she does for a living do you i don't
0: i don't i think i think she's like a model i think it said model or something like that gotcha um yeah so that was just you know not the greatest Um, And then we really just see, like, the drama between her and the other girls and her trying to, like, get time and steal uh, Matt away from Anna. So we don't really get much of her personality. So I don't really know that I can speak to, like, what I think her chances are with Matt or even her personally. Yeah. And
1: then there's, like, Catalina, who's the – Oh, yeah. I forgot about her. Yeah. She's, like, the Puerto Rican – like Miss Universe or something I think
0: uh yeah like Miss Puerto Rico Miss Universe Puerto
1: Rican Universe. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm saying that right I'm so sorry all you beauty queens out there if you have a title and I just like said that wrong um but she like again we don't know anything about her other than the fact that Victoria just like ripped her crown off her head like right when she saw her which was really weird um, so we don't know much about her. Don't know much about Ryan. The only person we really saw was Michelle who got the one-on-one date and the girls were pissed. They were like, yeah, you know, which how we cares? knew that was coming. We knew it. I mean, everybody knew it. She was the only new girl sitting there on that couch when they brought in that date card and we're like, oh, well, yeah, of course they're going to pick her. And yeah. I'm not gonna lie like I didn't really think the date was too much to write home about but it seems like they had a good connection and as far as what we've seen I feel like I feel like she
0: might actually like go pretty far. I, I honestly she's really like taken the front running position for me just, I, like, I felt really strong about Abigail, but then like, we haven't seen much of Abigail and that could just be because of the drama and stuff that's going on right now. And she's going to make a strong showing again soon, but like, she's kind of like dwindled off. And I mean, I, I feel like there's a strong connection there with Bree, but I don't know that she's like it. Like, I really like them. I feel like they get along great. I think that they're both great people individually, Brie and Matt, but like they don't have that little spark. And I feel like Michelle has all those things about Brie plus the little spark with Matt. You know what I mean? Like, it's a little bit more fun. It's a little bit more upbeat. Like I see her fitting in more with like Matt and Tyler and that whole kind of crew Mm -hmm. over Brie. Like Brie seems like a little bit more serene, a little bit more chill. Yeah, that's true. Like both
1: I really liked Brie also and I did enjoy this kind of seeing Michelle for the first time, yeah. but I've, I, they're both like really mature and like, they just both seem really like grounded. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that Brie seems a little bit more, like you said, serious, not serious, like in a bad way, but yeah, like, not just at all. Serious and, like, like you said, maybe like calm. Yeah. And Michelle seems a little bit more like she has some spunk and um, yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to basically say what you're saying. So I should just stop, but uh, (laughs) I'm like just repeating you, but um, I don't know. I, I don't know though, if I see her hanging out with him and his friends, that's the only thing. Like, I don't know that I see Michelle because she's like, she's like a teacher and like, I don't know she doesn't really Tyler, get- one
0: of tyler's Maybe. best girlfriends she's a teacher i mean i'm not saying they wouldn't get along i'm sure like they, they would ask you I- I- be best friends they're both teachers <laughs> so they're gonna be <laughs> yeah
1: so i don't know who knows it's who hard knows? to say it's hard to say
0: i don't know matt personally i don't know his friends personally but, but they have yeah. a. Sh- it's clear they have a strong connection and she's clearly leaps and bounds ahead of a lot of the other girls that are around at this point i think
1: yeah yeah And I think he even said something like, I've seen all I need to see. Yeah. Okay. There we go. That's the line. I was like, he said something really significant and I didn't take notes or write it down, but yeah, there we go.
0: Yeah. So strong, strong things ahead from Michelle. I think, is there anything else you want to touch on, on this episode before we jump into our game?
1: I don't think so. I think I'm just really confused as to when Heather comes in and that's the only thing. No, that she's going like, to come uh, in like mid season, if not I'm later. Like, I'm like, is she coming in like Next
0: right before week? hometowns
1: or something? Like when does she come in?
0: Yeah. Cause, Cause I, I mean,
1: I guess I, if sorry.
0: they put her in, if they put her in later, then she's not even gonna have a fighting chance. Like maybe the reason Matt sends her home immediately, cause we kind of already pretty much know that. I'm pretty sure that's like a known fact to everyone that like, yeah, if you come in the week before hometowns, so I'm gonna be like, I can't get there with you when I've got like these other people that I've already got this connection with. And I'm just gonna throw you into the mix. I don't even barely know you. So maybe, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, so I'm just
1: curious about when she's gonna pop in. And then I'm also just curious about which we'll talk about it next week for sure. But I'm just curious about how Matt is going to address the situation with the accusation because we know that Katie told him, like, look, there's some stuff going on in the house. It's potentially life ruining. Like there's this like mob mentality, mean girl situation going on. You need to take care of it. Like she basically was like, you need to talk to everyone and like shut it down and I'm like she's okay. like I've been trying my best and they're not listening to me. Yeah, she's like coming from you it would really mean a lot and I'm like okay Katie, she's coaching him, she's hyping him up. So I can't wait to see what that's going to
0: look like. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Okay, so do you want to introduce our little game? Yeah,
1: it's game time. Okay. So it's no secret that Mackenzie and I are like big fans of TikTok. And I've been seeing people on TikTok do the like, guess who game? Um, You know, the one from when we were kids, except they might cover the board with like, different people, or they might ask questions that are like, not the kind of questions that we asked when we were kids. You know, like when we were kids, we asked questions like, does your person have blonde hair? Does your person have glasses? Like, we're going to take it one step further, and we're going to use the cast of the girls that are still on the show right now. Each of us are going to pick one. We're going to ask each other um, probably five or so questions back and forth so that we can try to guess who each other picked. All right. Do you want me to start and ask you a question?
0: Yeah, you can ask me. I've got the full plot line for my character, my so- girl.
1: Trying to figure out who you're thinking of. So my question is, do you think your girl was ever a part of a sorority?
0: Um I'm gonna go no. No. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> I forgot I have to ask a question. My question is, do you think that your girl is woke hmm is she
1: woke i'm
0: gonna say yes okay give me i gotta glance at them all (laughs) who's woke out of this group however you know you want to interpret i mean what you said i'm gonna say yes makes me think she's not told like you're not 100 Mm -hmm.
1: I'm not 100% sure. I
0: think she might be on her way to being woke. Okay. Okay, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna take notes and we, I might have to um, collect the evidence at the end. All right, you can ask me a question. That's okay, I'm, I'm taking notes too. Um,
1: after the show is over, do you think your girl or could you picture your girl starting either a podcast or like uh their own brand
0: of some sort Mm, podcast maybe brand no Okay. okay okay um has your girl um tried like has she tried or does she strike you as someone that's going to try to become a model yes Okay. Just a side note. We're only doing people that are currently in the house, right? Yes. Okay.
1: Only existing people. Okay. Okay. Um, does your girl look like she's ever ridden a horse before?
0: Um, I'm going to go. No. Okay. That tells me a lot. <laughs> It really does. Okay. Um, Does your girl appreciate um, or love that Matt is religious? Mm, That's hard. I mean, obviously this is not fact. This is all based off of the vibe we get from each girl. Just the vibe, just the vibe she appreciate it? I'm going to say yes. Appreciate but not love?
1: She appreciates it. I don't know what her background is. It's hard to tell, but I'm going to say she's not like against it. She's not like anti-religion. I think she's probably got something. Um, she's got something. She's got some faith of some sort, I think. Okay. Um, do
0: you think your girl is a lightweight? No. Okay. Okay. Um, would your girl be the mean girl in high school?
1: Yes. Okay. Um, do you think your girl has health insurance? Um. No. I'm gonna go with no. No,
0: she's a youngin. Probably, maybe. Well, actually, actually, I take that back. I think she does have health insurance. You think she does have health insurance? I'm changing changing my perspective. I think she does have health
1: insurance. that changes things. Now I gotta think about their jobs. What do they do for a living?
0: Okay okay um my last question would this girl chase ig fame yes okay we're gonna take a take a second to reflect and look at all of our choices all right let's take a look
1: i've only i've narrowed it down to like three people I've got four, but I
0: feel, I feel most confident in one of the four, but I have four that I think it could possibly be. So are we ready to, maybe we can both say like who we've narrowed it down to. And then you give me a yes or no. if They're even in the group. Okay. Yes. Let's do that. Okay. So my four that I have are Mari, Kit, Anna, and Catalina. And that's based on the clues that you gave me that they um, could be or are woke, um, have tried or will try to model, um, are kind of appreciate that he's religious, but not overly. Um, and then they would be the mean girl in high school and they would chase IG fame. Is it one of the four? Yes. Yes.
1: <laughs> okay. I I only picked like three. Okay. And based on yours, uh, probably not in a sorority, maybe starting a podcast, no on the horses, is not a lightweight, probably has health insurance. I, okay, actually, I'm going to say two people. I, (laughs) uh, I'm scared because now I (laughs) narrowed down the two. I knocked one of them out. MJ or Serena C. It is one of the two. Is one of those? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, we're pretty good at this. Okay, all right. Do we want to?
0: We want to. I'll say it? who I think my top, my top person is out of this four. Okay. Maybe I'll do a ranking. My top is Kit. My second would be, I think Anna. Um, third Catalina, fourth Mari. Am I supposed to um reveal? reveal okay yeah. the grand
1: reveal is ooh, unfortunately it was Mari <sighs> that was your fourth one
0: but I got I didn't get I don't get a lot of the first of all I think she would be religious she gives me religious oh, vibes. That's why
1: I wasn't sure but she gives me like Catholic religious vibes and not yeah. like people, Christian vibes maybe and I didn't want to say that and then like give you another hint so I think she's religious
0: but I don't think she's like you know, Baptist. No, no, but she gives me, like, I think her family is Hispanic in some way and she gives me like strong Hispanic, like Catholic vibe. So like that seems important to her, to me in my mind, in my vibe of her. I wasn't sure on her like modeling, like she's very pretty, but I don't know about-
1: She was a beauty queen. Oh, true. Uh, She was a-
0: Somebody, I forgot, but she was somebody, and then woke. I'm like, Yeah, probably. Um, I can kind of see the mean girl in high school, but also I'm like, Well, she hasn't been mean on the show yet, so I don't know. And then, but I could
1: see people thinking that she was like the mean girl,
0: yeah. But I'm like, Kit could have filled a lot of these too. Like, she's probably woke because she lives in New York City, her mom's like high up, like, you can't be saying stupid. Shit and being closed minded when you're like in that hive society. I mean, well, I guess some people do, but (laughs) she doesn't give me that vibe. And then I'm like, she probably is modeled before. She probably is just like okay with Matt being spiritual. Maybe it's cool. Could definitely be the mean girl and could definitely chase Instagram fame. So I was like, okay, I feel strong about kit checking it off. But at least I got it to four. So she was in there. Okay. She was in there. I'll give you that. This was hard. Yeah. I'm going to guess that yours is Serena C. Can't wrong. It was MJ. It was MJ. I take a little bit of satisfaction in knowing that you didn't get it exactly right since I didn't get it exactly right, because then I'd feel like I was a failure on my end. Well, but we okay. both got close. We were close. Okay. At least I narrowed it down to two people. Okay. It was. Yeah. I did okay. So. I'm surprised you did because I was like, she might get tripped up on the health insurance because I saw, okay, like MJ's, she's a hairstylist. So she probably doesn't have health insurance through her work, but she's only 23. So she's probably on her parents' insurance. Mm-hmm. That
1: was a hard one. I was trying to think. And then like Serena C, like she's also only 24, but she's a flight attendant. So I'm like, either way, like she could be on her parents or she could have her own. Not really yeah. sure. For some reason, I had like Queen Victoria in the mix and I was like, I don't know what the heck she does. So she's for sure out because like, I don't know about her insurance status at the moment. <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> so then I kicked her out of the mix. So, okay, we did pretty good. To play, do you want to hear my prompts that I had for MJ since I tried to play the game backwards at first? Yeah, sure. You can tell me. My descriptor is just based on the look of MJ. MJ is the go-to for advice and venting for her friends. Um, I said that because she's a hairstylist. So she's probably used to like people coming to talk to her and just like tell her stories and whatever. So she's used to that. Um, She definitely played field hockey in high school. She gives off major field hockey girl vibes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, She definitely loves dogs. She probably grew up in a more, like more, I'm not saying super, but like more conservative, like family or area, but, um, is at least semi-woke now. Um, (laughs) and then she can definitely drink a beer with the boys, but also girl talk it up. So like, she's good at kind of like hanging with the guys, but she's also like, can be really girly too. Gotcha. Okay. I could see that. So, I would say that's pretty successful. I think we did pretty good. Pretty good for a game that we made up literally on the spot just 20 minutes before we started recording. Yeah. So, maybe we'll have to try something similar to this again. again. Yeah. For sure. All right. right. Well, that is all we have for this week on the girls gone gab podcast if you guys enjoy listening to these episodes like always um subscribe to the podcast give us a um review give us those stars drop us a follow on the ig at girls gone gab um we appreciate it all and we'll be back at you next week bye